The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Hello, I'm Ash Tullock and welcome to the official Olympic Channel podcast. I am so happy to be sharing this week's conversation with you. It's with India's badminton star, Srikanth Kadambi. Hey. Hey, Srikanth. I'm Ashley. Hey, hey. How are you? Srikanth was world number one in 2018 and has continued his rise in the sport and been a consistent performer at the highest level over the past decade. And just recently, he captained the Indian men's badminton team to a historic win in the Thomas Cup for the very first time. Now, to help explain to us and help us understand and learn a bit more about the significance of this win, I'm pleased to be joined by my colleague Naveen Peter, based in Mumbai, India, Naveen, welcome to the podcast. The pleasure is mine. Thanks a lot for having me. Hey, so this Thomas Cup achievement was momentous, but give me some context of what it actually means and meant to India. Remember, Thomas Cup is nothing but the World Championships for men's team event in badminton. And everyone here took it in that very sense and celebrated this win in that very sense. This win just pushes the sport into another stratosphere altogether. Remember this win came against Indonesia. Indonesia, the powerhouses, the heavyweights, the giants of men's badminton. To beat them for your maiden title in Thomas Cup, that says a lot about what this team can go on to achieve in future as well. I love that. I love the fact that India got so behind this team and this achievement. And I understand that, you know, if you went to a newspaper stand and picked up, uh, you know, a newspaper, the front page was this Thomas Cup badminton team win. It wasn't cricket. Cricket was on the second page, which I imagine doesn't happen very often. Well, never does it happen, does it? Every time you talk about sports in India, the first sport that comes to your mind is cricket, but not this time. It was the Thomas Cup one, it was Batman, it was your Kidambi Shrikans, it was your Lakshya Sen, it was your HS Pranoy, the double spare of Chirak Shetty and Satvik Sairaj. These were the guys that were celebrated and rightfully so. Amazing. Such a special achievement. I got to speak with Srikanth recently and I did talk to him about badminton, uh, but I also wanted to talk to him about film. And that's how we started our chat. Olympic Channel Podcast. I like the whole idea of filmmaking. And then I really watch a lot of films. So I kind of really like you know, to know more about filmmaking. I don't really have anything in mind at the moment, but uh, maybe after I retire, I might probably start thinking about it. But at the moment, I don't really have anything in mind. I don't really write scripts. I don't really do anything. It's just uh, a kind of a fun thing that I do with friends. You know, I only tell them probably like a one minute, a small uh, story, but I don't think that is what is called a script. But I really like the idea of filmmaking. So probably will learn more about it after probably I retire. Awesome. Not long ago, um, you were celebrating on court after winning uh, the Thomas Cup. Congratulations for that. Do you think one day there'll be a film made about the, the Thomas Cup? Thank you. I would really be happy if you know there, there was a film made uh, on Thomas Cup. That's a very big win for India in badminton and uh, it's huge. You know, India, I don't think anyone has ever even dreamt of India winning a Thomas Cup. If anyone you know, really thinks about it. And if anyone wants to make a movie on it, I would definitely be very happy. Who would you like to play you? 
<laughs> For now, I think it's me. You would like to act in the film? Uh, who can act better? Like I've gone through all those emotions, so I think I can play those characters better. I think all of us have gone through those emotions, so I think we can play the characters better than anybody because we exactly know how tough it was. You know what what was really going on uh, in our heads and the emotion. The I think we might be the best ones to do it. To be fair, from a skill point of view, I think. You probably are the best person to play yourself. I think, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you are talking about the pure skill, I think uh, we should definitely not do it. Well, uh, I, but but again, yeah. I I didn't realize you had aspirations to be an actor. I I don't I don't at all. I I uh, don't really want to become an actor. That's for sure. Well, you never know. You never know what is going to be further on down the track. Yeah. Um, you just talked about, you know, the emotions of that Thomas Cup triumph of achieving something that had never been done before um, by India. And I have to say that, you know, watching you when you compete, you're always remarkably composed. Uh, you're always, you know, very calm and your celebrations are never kind of out of control. But there seemed to be something inside of you which just wanted to come out after that win. What was the feeling like inside? Uh, see, we, we all know badminton is a very individual sport. We kind of play a lot of you know, super series events where it's just an individual player performing for himself. But uh, these team events are very rare in badminton. I think the kind of energy that that was there on that day, uh, you know, the kind of support that was there from the crowd, from the dugout. I think that is what has got that celebration out. And I think it was a little out of control for me. You know, after that last point, it wasn't really planned. You know, it, it was it just came out naturally for me. You know, the kind of support that I was getting, and then the kind of pressure that I was in during that match. So I think all of them really, you know, got that emotions out. You know, just very happy with the way I played. You know, it was it was a very close match, a very tough match, and then also, you know, that match just decides everything for Team India. So I just uh, also had to really win that match for Team India. So you know, that pressure of that match or the pressure of the championship, I think, uh, got those emotions out. On social media, we saw a couple of team celebrations and there was some really fantastic dancing. Um, who's the biggest party animal in the team? <laughs> Everyone did really uh, enjoy that whole journey. There are a lot of players, you know, there are about five, six players who really likes to just enjoy and then just bring in that happy atmosphere into the team. Definitely, uh, there are people who really love partying, enjoying dancing. You know, Chirag is somebody who always, uh, you know, makes everyone dance. And then uh, Laksha also does well. And then there's another uh, player called Priyanshu. He actually dances really well. Uh, well, from what we saw, you all have uh, you all have a few dancing bones in your body. Um, but to go from there to then be able to you know, return to India to be able to meet with the Prime Minister of, of India. What was that return like? I think it's huge. And I'm not really sure how many players around the world gets that opportunity. But when your Prime Minister is calling you immediately after your finals, then you know it's a, it's something big. You, know, you can understand that you've done something big for the country. You know, to take you know so much time out of his schedule and then to call, congratulate everyone who's part of the team and you know, he also knows how everyone has played throughout the tournament. He knows everyone's performances. And then again, you know, the moment we 
came back to India. You know, he invited all of us to his home, and then to really talk to all of us for I think for about two hours, maybe. It really makes you feel special. Badminton is obviously a sport in your country, which is celebrated. Cricket's another big sport in your country. Have you been surprised by the reaction, by the impact um, that your success has had on on India? Well, yeah, you know, from you know the Prime Minister of India to all the Chief Minister, a lot of politicians, and then to all the actors, to all the other uh, players, you know, uh, of the other sports. Uh, everyone really tweeted for us, and then everyone really wished all of us. So, so I personally didn't really expect uh, it to be this big, but it made everything even more uh, special. I'm intrigued to know who the who the actors were, though, or the other sportsmen. A lot of Bollywood actors, and then I got a tweet from uh, uh, the director, S.S. Rajamouli. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I feel like there's an opportunity for that movie. Really. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I uh, should really bring this topic the next time I meet him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really think you should. When you have this wonderful support and energy behind you, people then start kind of wondering, well, how can we see this again? How can we taste the success again? Because it feels good and it's in, it's so nice to see. So people want to see more of that success. And Pulala Gopchand has said that he wants India to build on that success and have 10 players in each of the top 30 world rankings. How realistic do you do you see that? So the last 10 years, there was an improvement. But if you consistently work hard, there is definitely scope for a lot lot more improvement. And in the next 10 years, we might see a lot more people in, uh, say, top 15 or top 25 in all events. So six months back, nobody would have even thought India would uh, win Thomas Cup in six months' time. So things are going in the right direction. It's just that you have to be more consistent. You have to really work hard. You know, that's the only way that the players can get better. And the better you get, the quicker you perform. Makes sense. Um, one player who, who you mentioned before and is already in the top 10 is Lakshya Sen. Can you speak a little bit about his rise and what makes him special? Yeah, I think he uh, is definitely playing well. You know, the last uh, one year, he played really well. He played a lot of semi-finals and uh, at a very young age, he played the World We both played the World Championship semi-final against each other. And uh, he played the semi-final of the World Championship at a very young age. And then this year, he played the final of the All England. So, he's definitely uh, doing well. And yeah, if he can consistently build on this, I think he can definitely you know, do well in the coming years. For India, that's for sure. And it's great that now at this point in your career, despite still being young, you've also competed a lot. Um, but you've had a lot of experience. You've had ups and downs. Uh, obviously, last year you were wanting to compete at Tokyo 2020. How upsetting was it for you to miss competing at that Olympics? I uh, really had, at least I felt I had a very uh, good chance of qualifying because uh, you know, before the uh, deadline of the qualification, I only needed five, six thousand points, and then there were about six to eight tournaments scheduled in three months' time before the Olympics. So, if I would have played at least one semi final, I would have been through and I would have qualified you know, to the Olympics. But, uh, you know, all of those tournaments got cancelled. 
and i just couldn't do anything because nothing was in my hand because if, if there were any say at least four out of the eight tournaments would have happened at least i would have had a decent chance of qualifying to the olympics so i i just thought that you know whatever has happened has happened and you know i i couldn't really do anything uh, so i just thought that i'll just continue working hard and then play well the next tournaments that i have and and everyone knows that there is commonwealth games and asian games this year so which is which, which are also very important you know commonwealth and asian games are very important for us so i just told myself that i have to you know continue working hard and then play well in those tournaments and i know that i'll have another go at the uh, 2024 olympics so i just thought i have to continue working that's it it's great to hear you talk about 2024 because i think it's fair to say since tokyo we've almost seen a rebirth of you you know we saw that at the world championships now at the thomas cup how far can shinrath 2.0 go at paris 2024 see i uh, definitely want to get the gold at the olympics that is my target and again you know that is what uh, i will work towards you know i will definitely have that in mind that will be my say target so i will definitely work towards it that's for sure but at the moment i uh, really want to do well you know at the commonwealth games and then the world championships which which is immediately after commonwealth games so for now i'm really thinking about commonwealth but olympics is my target that's there what about world number 1 do you think that's something that is achievable for you again i uh, think it is definitely uh, achievable for me with how i am playing at the moment but i am not really thinking too much about the rankings at the moment because for me what is important is just to win the tournament that i am playing i, I don't really want to play 10 tournaments to become world number one but in fact just play five tournaments win five of them and then take care of my body and then preserve my body for the paris 2024 when you think about the tour and the various athletes that are on the tour that has changed a lot since you've been on it because there's also been this incredible dominance of players like Lee Dan or Lee Chong Wei do you think that sort of dominance period is over well i think yes i think uh, it is also over because there are a lot of players from different countries you know who are really doing well there are players from japan korea so like india denmark then china then malaysia so there are a lot of players from a lot of countries that are doing really well so i think that is one of the reason that we are not really seeing any single players dominance at the moment and i have to go back you mentioned the commonwealth games um it's coming up in birmingham very quickly do you think india can make a clean sweep of the gold medals in birmingham we definitely have you know the right players at the moment i think the players who are part of the commonwealth team i think have the capacity have the capability to win the gold medal but it's just uh, you know these big events are very important there will be a lot of pressure there will be a lot of people really uh, expecting a lot and uh, so you have to be very consistent throughout the tournament so these big events are kind of say a two weeks or two and a half week tournament so you have to be consistent throughout you have to be very consistent for 15 20 days so if you are consistent i think we definitely have the right team to win all gold Birmingham may be the last big competition for some amazing Indian athletes. Can you talk a little about some of the trailblazers in Indian sport like Sainanawal and Mary Com? How would you describe them? I think both of them have uh, great careers. They've done extremely well. They were the first ones to win a lot of tournaments for India. So I would just want to wish them uh, very good luck, but again, I'm sure they are going to do uh, really well, you know, at the Commonwealth Games. 
exciting stuff as well for you. Are you excited about, I guess, taking a holiday at some point or do you not really take holidays? I might after World Championships because the Asian Games got postponed. So the World Championships is kind of the big event that we have for this year. So I uh, might take a week holiday, maybe after World Championships. If I said to you, I'm going to give you a two-week holiday, a ticket to anywhere in the world, where are you going? What are you doing? My first priority will be to go back to Guntur and then stay there uh, and then have fun with friends. And then a lot of my friends are in U.S., they want me to come there, but I couldn't really go. I've thinking to go there for the last six years and then it was just not happening. So I might go there. Have you never been to the USA? No, I've never been there. I've never been to USA. I've never been to New Zealand. Wow. US, Canada, New Zealand. Yeah. These three countries I've never been. Well, I think that that's definitely something to put on your bucket list. <laughs> think like an Olympian. That was Srikanth Kadambi. What a lovely guy uh, and what an incredible achievement for him and his team in the Thomas Cup. I'm excited, though, to see what is going to happen for his future. Naveen, I'd love you to chime in here. What what can we expect to see from him uh, at the Commonwealth Games, at the Paris Olympics? Are you expecting to see him on the podium? Well, if this Thomas Cup performance is anything to go by, it's hard to bet against it, that, right? Uh, Commonwealth Games is a competition where India go in as one of the heavyweights. It will be difficult, mind you, it won't be easy, but this team has proved us, has shown us that they are capable of delivering it when it matters the most. Then there is the World Championship in the second half of the year. That is another opportunity for Shrikant to ensure that he's right up there among the best in the world. And if you look at the men's circuit now, Ash, it's pretty open. It's not how it, it was a few years back when you had the Chinese domination or you, when you had the Malaysians or the Danish shuttlers ruling the roost. That's not the case now. Now you have a Kento Momota from Japan, you have a Victor Axelsen from Denmark, Li Zhijiai, someone from Malaysia who's doing really well. And then you have someone like a Lakshya Sen, a youngster coming from India, really excited to see him as well. And then there is someone like Shrikant who like we all know, has been consistently performing at the highest level for all these years. It's been such a long time that he's been in the circuit, he's been competing at the international stage. It's hard to believe that he's just 29. So Paris 2024 would definitely be a moment for him to finally win that Olympic medal that he so badly craves about. And he he doesn't hide from the fact and he doesn't shy away from admitting that that is his that is something that he so badly needs that's something badly wants and that is his single-minded goal going into the coming years as well building up to paris 2024 well it's certainly going to be exciting to watch the next chapter uh, and part of his journey naveen thank you so much for your time i so appreciate it thank you Thank you guys at home for tuning in and to Shrikant for taking the time uh, to chat to me. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Take it easy, take care, and we'll see you again soon. That was the Olympic Channel Podcast.